Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down every episode of the 10-season show. Today, we're talking about Season 3, Episodes 29 and 30, Commencement Day. Mary, what happened this week? The gang gets ready for graduation, and they reminisce about the last three years. Like... Remember when Brenda was Laverne? Remember when David was a little creep? Remember when Andrea was going to give Brandon her virginity as a going away present? Remember when Deli made out in a pool? Remember when Steve wanted to exchange an egg? Remember when Kelly and Brenda were on a date? Or Oh my god, this is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Brenda and Kelly went on a date with Seth Green and that other guy? Remember when Brenda and Donna accidentally ordered baby cow brains in France? Remember that time Brandon fell off a cliff? Remember when Brenda and Kelly went skydiving? Remember when Kelly, Donna, and Brenda were background singers? Remember Emily Valentine? Remember when Brandon dated all those girls? Remember when it turned out Brandon apparently loved the figure skater more than all those other girls he dated? Remember when David wore a bolo tie and won a dance contest? (laughs) Remember when Brenda missed most of that dance because she and Dylan left to go bang? Remember when Jim and Cindy went to that corporate retreat with Trudy and Bob from Texas, and then they got a call because Brandon drove drunk? Remember when Dylan rolled out from underneath Brandon's car and into our hearts? Remember that time Brenda walked in on him when he was in the shower? Remember when Dylan asked Brenda if she was into videotape? Remember that time Steve let those girls steal his car and then cried? Remember sweet baby Scott? Remember how intense Dylan and Brenda's relationship was? Remember when Brenda ran away from home to stay at Dylan's house? Remember when Brenda took that pregnancy test and Jim didn't like it because she's his little girl forever? Weren't all those times great? (laughs) Steve has big plans to make sure the West Bev class of 93 will always be remembered. Andrea struggles to write her valedictorian speech, but also seemingly can't decide if she should go to Yale or not. Because of one thing Jordan said, Brandon assumes Andrea is throwing her future away for him. You gotta go to Yale, he says. But he assumed wrong, and Brandon says the actual words, I'm sorry, for jumping to conclusions. Steve gets to graduate because he donated his basketball money to the summer camp fund. David does second best on his chem final, even though he fucked it way up and also gets to graduate. Kelly's dad comes to graduation, which is nice because I'm pretty sure she spent the whole episode packing to move out of her childhood home, but also being sad because Dylan has money now and is acting all weird. Dylan, having finally gotten all of his money out of the out of his trust with Jim, decides to get a credit card and a cell phone and then puts all his money back into a trust with Jim. At graduation, he imagines his dad is there saying nice things to him. He fights with and makes up with his mom. Then he decides he's going to go bum around Europe all summer and doesn't invite Kelly until the very last minute after he's made her all sad about it. Brenda gets accepted to the University of Minnesota and decides to go there. David and Donna dress up as Wayne and Garth to do senior breakfast entertainment. Andrea loses her speech and then forgets it. It's fine, though. She does fine. Everyone graduates and throws their hats. Then the gang gets together to sleep on a mountain and change the Hollywood sign uh, to a tribute to their graduating class. I have so many issues with this whole changing the Hollywood sign (laughs) as a tribute to the graduating class. That thing is huge. Yeah. Like, they would have had to sew all of those panels together just to get sheets big enough. Mm -hmm. And then they wrote, like, 
WBEV high as an HI 93. Why wouldn't it be like WBHS 93? Yeah, just do the letters of your high school. <laughs> yeah, like I wouldn't call us like bless try. <laughs> I would now. <laughs> yeah, mine would be like why what? <laughs> okay, maybe I'm changing my mind because I like these better. <laughs> what bothers me about it is that they could have literally, like, they had enough letters to put West Bev 9-3. Yes. Like, mm. it made no sense. It's just like, we could do better. And they were like, we need Donna for inspiration. And I can't imagine Donna being like, well, I don't know how you would do this. I refuse to believe this was Donna's design. It definitely no, th- wasn't. This was Steve. A hundred percent Steve. This is totally Steve. Like they probably finished spelling it all out and like painting it and being like, Steve, you have a jacket that says WBHS on it. <laughs> like, why didn't you think of that? Oh, yeah. Oh my God. But apparently like, in the very beginning of the episode, like we don't know what's coming, but Steve is like, hey, you guys got the canvas. We got the paint. Are, are we all in to do that? Like, he doesn't even have buy-in on, like, the day before graduation. <laughs> I know. The Also, the idea. I kept trying to write, like, the next day. And it was like, no, no. Graduation's in an hour. This is one day. Oh, right, right. And, yeah, because I wrote that. I was like, he doesn't know if he's going to be allowed to graduate. David doesn't know if he's actually graduating yet. Donna just barely is allowed to graduate. Mm-hmm. And Steve's being here like, let's do something incredibly illegal. <laughs> yeah. Let's put all of this in jeopardy hours before we actually graduate. Right? And like, I don't think they can lose their diplomas by doing this after the fact. But I was yeah. just like, Steve, Steve. I think it's just d- so funny that like, so many things are not tied up and they get tied up very quickly. Like we still don't know if people have gotten into college. We don't even know if they're actually graduating. We don't know their finals grades. Like this is the day of graduation. I feel like finals, I, I don't know. I don't remember what senior year was like, but I, I feel like se- uh, finals were done like a week before graduation because the teachers had to grade them to be able to then process them to determine if you graduate. <laughs> that does feel right. I don't totally remember, but I do feel like the seniors had finals before the rest of the school had finals. Yeah. Which then, yeah, kind of like totally messes with David's plan of like, I'm going to take eight finals in four days or whatever he says, six yeah. finals in three days, mm-hmm. which also didn't seem that out of the ordinary for me because I'm pretty sure that's how we did it. You yeah. Had a morning and a new and an afternoon. Yeah, and I feel like college was like that too. Like you just had your finals whenever your classes were. Oh my god, I made a I made a horrible mistake one semester and I decided to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday instead of splitting it out through the week. And so I had four finals on a Monday. Ooh. In yeah, it was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. It was like eight AM, eleven AM, one PM, and then like eight PM or something. Jeez. It was maybe the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. That'd be brutal. But yeah, so suck it, David. (laughs) You don't know what hard is. But then, yeah, they all totally buy into it. And they're a little like, put your hands in and jump up was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of which, I mean, now this being a a clip episode, like it reminded me of when they did the all hands thing in the camping episode. 
like when they I think it was like right before they were set to like leave they all mm-hmm. put their hands in in front of the RV or the van or what, whatever that thing was that they rode in and we're like yeah <laughs> and then they went camping oh and then we get to see the camping trip multiple times <laughs> yeah which like that senior breakfast made no, like it makes sense to me in a Hollywood view of it but yeah. I was just like y'all didn't even put like extras like you didn't do anything I know you were just like this is only about these nine people yeah <laughs> uh yeah and it was like I mean we'll get there to that yeah to the senior breakfast because I, I loved it in certain aspects but yeah I'm like make it a little more like maybe some wider like spring dance or prom shots or like you know something that at least includes that there were like probably I don't know 300 other students <laughs> in that class honestly they hired so many extras for that scene and I feel like some of those extras were just like heck yeah I'm in 90210 for two seconds definitely like I would but yeah that's like so far away because this is all before school starts because then they have to go to graduation practice yeah and I love that we got like a decent amount of a scene of the band practicing pomp and circumstance I know but dude the clarinets were the loudest thing (laughs) and that is never what happens (laughs) like they must have had 20 clarinets a flute negative trumpets (laughs) like like all I heard was out of tune clarinets It's, like, my favorite thing when, like, in shows, they'll do, like, a close-up of an instrument, but all you can hear is another instrument. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, listen zoom to Zoom in this. on this girl playing flute, but it's just clarinet. Yeah, the funniest is when it's, like, a French horn. Or, like, no, the funniest is when they have, like, marching band practice and they show an actual French horn that, like, you don't march with. You march, no. like, like you, can you imagine having to march, like, holding, you're basically gripping the French horn where you're supposed to play here and then stuffing your hand where you need to in the <laughs> bell while walking around? That's dangerous. That sounds horrible. <laughs> like, they turn a French horn in a marching band into an instrument called the mellophone, yeah. which is a wonderful name, but it's more like a giant trumpet. Like, I don't know. Anywho, band geek alert. <laughs> I was going to say, as a non-band geek alert, I did not pick up on any of this. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I was just like, a band. <laughs> a band for so long. For, for so long. long. I did notice, like, there were a couple of times that we just, like, lingered on shots. And I was like, you guys were really struggling. And I can feel it. And I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. But then we get the little pickup football game with Brenda and Dylan versus Brandon and Tony. Yep. I was just like, be still my heart. I know. Brenda being QB is everything I always wanted. I was dying. And then Dylan starts yelling at her and she's <laughs> like, I don't play sports. Yeah. Oh. They were so cute. I actually, like, now that I know that they just, like, pulled Tony Miller in every time they needed like extra boy uh-huh. I'm just happy every time I see him I'm like hey yeah. Tony I'm like hey contractor jump on in <laughs> but you know what I noticed about Tony so he's playing pickup football or whatever that you know and then at the senior breakfast he gets like pink pom-poms for being on the football team but I don't think they say his name to walk across the stage I don't I don't recall hearing it so probably not <laughs> Poor yeah, Miller. no, they skipped b- from like Donna Martin 
right on down the line. Tony. (laughs) It wasn't that important. (laughs) You would think like for, I think he's been there for like three years. Then you'd be like, well, we'll let you walk. We love you. No, no, no. Poor Tony. But after all of that, that's kind of when we learn like Andrea is apparently now afraid of public speaking, which is something she has never really expressed before. Yeah. And she's gone to um, like the school council, like the the council meetings and just stood up and talked then. Right. And, like she has had no problem like protesting for sex ed. Yeah. Why is she scared now? I know. And I mean, I understand the stress of like, because also she's valedictorian, which none of us are surprised by. But like, I understand that's stressful, you know, just making a speech that's perhaps like going to stick with um, your fellow students forever, which could not tell you what my valedictorian talked about. So I mean, I will say I do remember. So I think I told you guys once upon a time, like, um, if you're in the top certain percentage of your class as a junior, you actually have to help out with the seniors, uh, like of that year's graduation. But you also got the same timeline when it came to seniors as in terms of like finals and getting out of school early and all that kind of stuff. And so I was one of those. They were called like junior marshals or something like that. And but because of that, we also had to attend that senior's graduation. But I will say their valedictorian, who I played basketball and lacrosse, or no, she didn't play lacrosse, just basketball, but she was also in band. Her valedictorian speech, she did a rap and it was actually awesome. I couldn't tell you anything of what she said, but <laughs> she did a rap and knowing her, she was just this like the cutest, sweetest, little tiniest girl who was like the honestly one of the most genuine people I've ever had the pleasure of interacting with. And it was awesome. I don't remember what was in it, but it was amazing. And I have no idea what my senior, like, valedictorian said at all. I don't even know that I remember who our valedictorian was. Like, I think I know who were valedictorian and salutatorian, but I don't know that I could tell you which was which. Mm. And I don't care. (laughs) But then, okay, so Andrea was afraid of public speaking. Mm-hmm. Which makes absolutely no sense to us. And then you find out that, okay, Dylan bails on pickup football to go bring Jim cottage cheese. Yeah. But Brandon bails because he has to go to the newspaper to look at senior wills. But he's like taking his time getting there because he stops to talk to David, who is just like, what's my name? I don't remember. I have to take so many finals. And he's very stressed out. And then he stops in detention where Steve is sitting there by himself in, like, the center desk just like, I'm so fucked. She Mm -hmm. hates me. She has an agenda. (laughs) I do love that he was like, why would she make me stay? And Brandon's like, because you broke into the school. (laughs) Yeah. He has to, like, remind him, like, dude, all these other kids were just, like, late every day. You jeopardize, like, the whole computer system of the school for all the grades for everyone (laughs) he's just like well it wasn't that bad she could have let me go and I wasn't good at it I didn't succeed (laughs) (laughs) but yeah because like I guess I'm just gonna like wrap that little part up and then go to Dylan okay because I'm already talking about it but we find out that 
the reason he has to stay behind partially is because Miss Teasley wants to talk to him. It's like, you need to come to my office. And when he gets there, she is screaming at some random girl who comes out and is just like, you guys are so lucky that you get to leave this year. And then she walks away. And, yeah. you know, whatever. But then he goes in and Mrs. Teasley starts this whole conversation of like, every year there is someone that I pick out who's not going to make it. <laughs> And then they keep talking, and then you find out that she knows that Steve donated the $10,000, not because he was walking around telling everyone about the $10,000 he won with the half-court shot, which he was even doing at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. but he used the Hartley House address as the return address for the check, which, like, that is, like, a deep cut, because I don't think there is a single... Uh, TV show address that I could name. You mean like an actual street address or something? Yeah. The only, yeah, the one, only I can... one... I want to see what you say because I want to see if it's the same one that I know. I mean, the only one I was going to say was like the fact that Andrea lives in Van Nuys but not like the actual street address. I don't even know the whole address but the only one I know some of is... 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney, Australia. Oh, oh, you're talking about in any show. Well, it's mm. technically a movie, and it's Finding Nemo, and I couldn't even tell you how many times I've seen that movie in English and Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I know any, like, TV or movie street addresses. It's, I mean, yeah, Finding Nemo, like, I probably could have, like, gotten there eventually. Like, if you had said, what's the one in Finding Nemo, I probably could have said it. But, yeah, that's an interesting thing that we, like, like yeah, you're just number, number four, Privet Drive, but that's, like, that's because the whole Potter. thing is written down in a book. True, true. And, yeah, like, that's the thing. I saw Finding Nemo so many times because you watch it in Spanish class. You watch it at home. It was, like, the movie. I even liked, you know, the screen, like, the select screen because it was mm-hmm. just water. It was just calming, Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't name – I think if you put addresses in front of me, I could pick them out. Because, like, Buffy says hers, I think, once in that whole run of the show. And then I think at some point in, like, the pilot maybe even, you see the Walsh House address. Mm, Probably. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what they were. Yeah, same. Not at all. So, so like – Deep cut, Ms. Teasley loves the Hartley house. Mm-hmm. But, like, how <laughs> shitty is Steve to, like, want it to be known that he did it? I was so mad when he admits that. I was like, I feel like no one actually wants us to like Steve. Yeah. Like, I'm trying so hard. You know, he's really racist sometimes. And, like, I will never forgive him for that. Outside of that, I guess he's just, like, fun Steve? Yeah. He's always, like, down for a good time. He has these, like, really good character moments where he, like, takes care of Kelly or... Donna, Andrea. Yeah. But it's, like, then he does something stupid. I mean, maybe he's... Maybe we're mad at him because, like, he's the most teenager-y of all of them. You know? Like... He's the most true teenage boyish, 
Because think about it, Dylan, like not every teenager lives alone with no parents, has their dad be a wanted criminal who spends time in prison. And then when he gets out, he gets killed because of a like mob thing. I mean, it wasn't, but it like kind of felt like it. And then like, even with Brandon and Brenda being what you're supposed to be as like the stereotypical American household or whatever, like what a high schooler gets a DUI, you know, like stuff happens to them that don't happen to regular teenagers. So it's almost like, even though his mom's a celebrity, it's like he's maybe his decision making is probably the most teenagery of all of it. Yeah. And, well, now that you say that, I'm thinking maybe he is one of the more mature ones because he's learned like if I donate a library or an equestrian center to this university, I'm going to get in. Yeah, true. So, yeah. You know, it's like I have $10,000. If I donate it to the school, they'll write me a letter of recommendation to wherever I want to go, which also blows my mind that, yeah, we are still finding out that like, has he even applied yet? Right. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, no one knows. I think Brandon might be the only one that truly knows where he's going. Well, Brenda at least knows that she's been accepted somewhere. Like, we don't even know if these kids – well, and Andrea. Andrea – because Andrea knows she was accepted to Yale, and then we learn in this episode Brenda was accepted to University of Minnesota. But, like, as far as actual acceptance letters or – knowledge of it we don't know that's okay i have to think so of the gang we know brenda applied to california and minnesota and she was deciding between the two so i guess we have to assume that california university sent out acceptance letters yeah and brandon is gung-ho about california university so we know that's where he's going i think we can assume that's where kelly and donna are going although i still wonder about like donna and college in general right and yeah, Andrea has Yale and California, but it sounds like she hasn't said no to either of them. Mm -hmm. David hasn't applied because he doesn't <laughs> know if he's graduating. Yeah. Dylan doesn't maybe hasn't applied because he doesn't even have his SAT scores back yet. I know. Yeah. He kept talking about going to Berkeley, but then saying like, well, I can't tell if I get in. Because I don't know my scores yet, which is actually the next scene that happens. Yeah. Um, who are we missing? Steve doesn't didn't know until today if he was going to graduate. Mm -hmm. I think that's everyone. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so <laughs> Dylan just like leaves graduation practice to go buy lunch for Jim. And then they sit there and they're talking and we find out that I guess Iris and Jim are talking. Mm -hmm. Like apparently. they just, they have casual conversations. And then apparently Dylan and Iris are talking to the point that Iris knows things about Dylan to talk to Jim about. Yeah, apparently. Because, I, I mean, it's not coming from Brenda or anything. No, because I don't remember exactly what they're talking about. But Dylan says something and Jim goes, oh, yeah, I know. And he's like, oh, how'd you hear? And he's like, Iris told me. Right, right. And then, yeah, you find out that Iris signed over Dylan's millions of dollars. That's a lot again. of zeros. Again. Mm-hmm. I'm so confused about his money. Where has it been? Maybe it's been in Iris's yurt. Bank of Hawaii. She... 
Well, like, she signs it over before Jack died. And then we couldn't figure out, like, she signs it over to Dylan. I guess Dylan hadn't physically gotten a check. I don't know. Whatever. It's not important. Regardless, he just became a very wealthy young man. And he immediately goes out and gets a credit card and a cellular phone. Makes sense to me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like, also, later, when we get a scene where he reads out his credit card number, he reads the whole thing. Right. Did you catch that? I did, but I didn't. I don't think I noticed it then and there as like something weird until you just said it. I'm like, wait, yeah, yeah. Why would he do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I feel like most TV shows are like, I need to book a room. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> 90210 is like, stretch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I need to book a room for Iris McKay. McKay. I My credit R card number? I-S. <laughs> yes, non-smoking, please. And away from the elevators. Yeah. Can you put that on my rewards account? <laughs> yeah, let me get you that number. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like I wouldn't put it past them to just be like, hold on, hold on. Kelly, can you go get my wallet? It's sitting on the nightstand. Mm -hmm. Wait, and then make some so, like subtle joke about the fact that she's like, oh, I know. I bumped into it and knocked it off last night or like some sex joke because that's all they do, apparently. <laughs> and then, yeah, Iris would say something about like, Brenda would never. <laughs> Where's Brenda? She would know where your wallet is. <laughs> God. I'm so glad Iris McKay was in this episode. I do love her. I love when she shows up so much. You know, I figured out who she reminds me of finally. And she reminds me of, gosh, what is her name? Um, I want to say it's Jane. And she's she used to be the Gerber baby um person on the commercial who would say thing who would narrate the commercial um what is her name uh but she has that same like elevated uh almost british accent um what is her name she's on dancing with the stars at one point she's an actress um she's probably in her like 60s or 70s by now um what is it it's got i think it is jane this is taking way too long for me to figure out <laughs> She was in the Kaminsky Method most recently. Jane Seymour? Jane Seymour! That's it! I knew it was Jane. But yeah, she has like an elevated British-y type of accent, and that's who Irish Mc Iris McKay has always reminded me of. Oh, this lady! Yeah, you see it now? Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure she was a Gerber spokesperson. Was it like the Gerber life plan or something? I don't remember. I just remember seeing, like, the Gerber, like, the logo with the baby, you know? Mm -hmm. I just remember seeing that and associating her with Gerber. Oh, she was in Jane the Virgin. She was? Oh, mm -hmm. she was. Um. Oh, I don't remember who she was now. She was Amanda Elaine. Was she, like, the rival... Not the rival, because that was what's-his-face, but, like, uh, I don't know. This is going to take too long. Anywho, that's who Iris McKay reminds me of. I was going to say Jane Goodall, but I was like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only Jane I could think of was Jane Krakowski. I was like, there's mm -hmm. no way. No, it's not her. You don't confuse those two. No. Nah. 
Anyway, yeah, Iris McKay being back in this episode was a blessing. Oh, I just loved it. Like, it made me so happy. Mm -hmm. Like, she literally shows up in a few minutes, I think. But first, I think everybody has to go to the Peach Pit because they're talking about senior wills, which I'm so glad they explained what senior wills were because I had no idea. Same. I mean, and once you, like, hear the explanation, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, yeah, I'm glad they explained it. Oh, my gosh. And my anxiety brain went straight to, like, what if nobody left me anything in senior wills? I know. I'm, like, like, trying to even remember, like, or just think about what I would have left to somebody and then what if I would have gotten left anything myself. And I'll have a whole lot. Well, yeah, because it sounds like they were just leaving each other memories and, like, inside jokes and stuff. So, like, oh, I guess I could go to my yearbook and just, like, see inside jokes. Yeah. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that would have been, like, put in the newspaper. But I'm so glad they said it. And I loved that Nat was like, well, I want to participate. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, that's the easiest way that we got reminders of all of these things because, like – I think this is the first time we get a clip yeah, of a flashback because mm-hmm. he wants to give Brenda Laverne, he wants to give their dad, who's not graduating, <laughs> the karaoke machine, and then he wants to give Donna uh, Color Me Bad, which like, I love that they were all like, oh yeah, Color Me Bad, and I feel like if I was Donna, I'd be like, the time I found out my mom was having an affair. Yeah, she'd be like immediately triggered. Like, oh, you mean the worst day of my life besides two weeks or two days ago when I almost didn't graduate? Thanks. Right? Like, Nat, you can't sit with us. Nat, get back to work. <laughs> and then, oh, but I loved Steve just like running in and being like, I'm graduating. He was We're so the excited. Scene. He was so excited. Like, yeah, these are the moments. Adorable. These are the moments that I love with Steve, not the like, I totally played the system and I made Miss Teasley love me. Well, and that's exactly what I mean by Steve kind of being the most teenager-y because it's like no other teen, like none of the other castmates are like this excited about graduation. And I feel like maybe we we didn't, but I just feel like back in our day, we got really excited to graduate. We were like super pumped. We were having, you know, good times with our friends, these, like, one last times and things like that. We were more like Steve than we were anybody else. Yeah. No, it was so interesting, like, how much some of them were just like, yeah, we're, we're going to go graduate. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, Jordan Bonner shows up, and I guess this is just, like, our farewell to Jordan Bonner. I can't imagine we ever see him again. Yeah. Sad face. I know. Well, in the last, like, couple episodes, he's only been there for a line and then leaves. (laughs) He just walks into the peach pit to say, hey, I'm Jordan Bonner, and then walk away. Yeah. Like, they never invite him to sit with them. And apparently he's already had his graduation and given his valedictorian speech. And then he's only there to serve as, like, forwarding the plot of, well, Andrea might not be going to Yale. Mm -hmm. And then I think he says something like, isn't it obvious? Yeah. She's, he says something like, she's having second thoughts about going to Yale. What do you think the second thoughts are about? Like something very pointed to Brandon for for him to arrogantly, but not at all incorrectly, jump to the conclusion that, oh, it's you, Brandon. You're the second thought. 
I mean, to be fair, yeah, I did the same thing. I was just like, yeah. I swear to God, if it's Brandon, I'm going to scream. Right. But yeah, I feel like Jordan being like, what do you think it's about? You know that she lives in Van Nuys and is poor. Yeah. Like, it makes total sense now that I think about it. But at first, I was just like, man, Jordan's taking this really well for his mm-hmm. girlfriend being like, I don't think I can go to Yale with you because of this other guy. Right. <laughs> That's so dumb. Well, we all know that Jordan Bonner is like, better Brandon so oh my god he he, is (laughs) he is gonna do so well at Yale oh totally like he is gonna clean up Mm -hmm. she might not be going to Yale for whatever reason and then that's like a pretty good segue to them going back to the Walsh house because Brenda gets the University of Minnesota envelope and it's thick it's very thick she's thick I never want to hear Jim say very thick again (laughs) But, like, no one is happy for her. Yeah, that was what was so weird. Like, she wasn't excited. No, Like, nobody is, like, it was, like, a sense of dread yeah, that passed across all their faces. Yeah, and I was, like, I feel like that says something. Like, that's automatically, like, if you get the envelope that says you got in and you don't feel good, you don't go. Right, right. If you're not over the moon excited about it, that's a clear decision for you not to go there and go to California University with your brother, we assume, with whoever. Yeah. Yeah. But I do love that they, you know, can't really decide about it because, like, chronologically we jumped to the Taylor house. But yeah. in the Walsh house, they're just like, we need to have an ice cream party about this. This yeah. is such a big decision. We don't just need ice cream. We need toppings. And we need to, like, make our own chocolate sauce. <laughs> oh, my God. I It took me a minute to figure out that, like, yeah, it was the jar of fudge and that she was melting it. But I was just like, no, just all the fudge. Yeah. Just, like, immediately dump it. No one should be like, no, I don't need any more fudge. Yeah. Like, this is a fudge-worthy decision. I do love that that's become not just a – Brenda and Brandon thing, but we've seen it throughout the last three seasons. It become like a Brandon and Jim thing or a Brenda and Jim or whatever. And that's something that like the writers and everybody has like kept consistent. Like whenever the Walshes are having a problem, no problem is too small to have ice cream. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a question of how many scoops. Exactly. The scoops identify the intensity of the problem. (laughs) Oh, and I, yeah, because they all had scoops and they were just like having these pros and cons. And I love Brandon being like, well, first of all, California's cheaper. Yeah. Like, oh, Brandon, stop it. We get it. We, You're a kiss ass. And we've already had this discussion. Like, they they said, we have enough money to send one of you in state and another out of state. So I, it's not like by Brenda not going out of state, suddenly Brandon can go out of state because he's already presumably like accepted, you know, the acceptance. Well, and he <laughs> wants to go to California. Right, right. <laughs> I love when they're doing the back and forth and they're like, Minnesota's got a great drama program. You can study abroad. And Brenda's like, yeah, I can go to France. And Brandon's like, you already went to France. Mm-hmm. You don't get to go again. She's like, but what if I want to go again? <laughs> like stop me Brandon she needs to yeah yeah she's like watch me (laughs) (laughs) I just I love them so much it's so ridiculous and then I like ugh, Cindy being like you're not going to Minnesota because of Dylan are you yeah 
It's like, I mean, valid question. It is valid. Technically, yes, because if the whole Dylan and Kelly thing hadn't happened, like, Brenda would want to be with all these people. Mm -hmm. But I really love her being like, Mom, this is the 90s. What kind of insecure wuss chooses a college based on where some guy is going? Agreed. And I couldn't figure out if it was, like, a little bit of sarcasm, like, by saying it's the 90s. Like, I I just couldn't – I got hung up because it was just kind of making me giggle that she's like, it's the 90s. (laughs) I feel like that's – every single generation is like – it's the blot. Like, I don't know yeah. what we would have said because I feel like I would never have said, like, it's the knots. It's the 2000s. It's yeah. the 10s. Like, it gets weird now. But no, I definitely feel like being like, it's the 90s, mom. Mm-hmm. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. I feel like now it's like you just go by this single year. Like, it's 2009, mother. Like- yeah. <laughs> it's 2020. Everything's fire. Yeah. Everything is just absolute dog shit. no i would not it is 2020 no i would not follow some schmuck to college because i'm never leaving my house (laughs) i can't afford college yeah i have too many loans (laughs) oh no we got dark Uh (laughs) uh-oh well bringing it sort of back because it's still like it's not dark, but it's a perfect segue of when Brenda does say it's the 90s. Like, why would I, you know, follow a boy somewhere? Because then Andrea comes over. And so it's furthering the idea that, no, 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 she's not going to yell for Brandon. Um, and especially because, like, I think this is when she hugs him and she, no, maybe it was before, it was in the newspaper room when she hugged yeah. him and said, I love you. And Brandon's like, girl, what? And then... You know, that's when the first seed was planted and then Jordan comes and then, you know, now Andrea actually shows up really just to go over the valedictorian speech because she's still freaking out about her speech. Which is another one that like it kind of blows my mind that she hasn't read it in front of everybody, anybody else, given it to somebody to look at. Like this feels like, you know, we've never seen Jordan and Andrea's relationship, but it truly feels like they, as both being like newspaper people and going to Yale and valedictorians, yeah. that they would talk about their speeches together. Totally. I mean, they're the type of people that probably did the outline together. They probably proofread the outline, did a, several drafts, edited together. And then, I mean, in all honesty, they probably would have finished Andrea's at the same time they finished Jordan's because Jordan's um, speech was earlier mm-hmm. but they don't and then she reads it and then Brandon like they don't say it but Brandon's just like well it's not the worst thing I've heard <laughs> but like you get that it's pretty terrible and then he's like no I'll help you figure it out you know we'll stay up as late as we need to we'll fix this and then we get a flashback of gross yeah. Yeah. I don't even care And then, yeah, like, she starts talking about how she's not going to go to Yale. And he's like, you can't go to Yale on account of me. Like, you have to go to Yale. I don't remember Mm -hmm. exactly what he says. I think he said – I think he does say something like, you have to go to Yale. You got to go to Yale. Yeah. (laughs) You got to go to Yale. (laughs) And then I just love her being like, Brandon, it's expensive. (laughs) I would be in debt for the rest of my life. Yeah, she's like, bruh, like, I don't have a mommy and daddy who's willing to pay out of state for one kid and in state for the other. I don't have two pennies to rub together. I know. And like, yeah, in these, in these times, in 2020, I'm just like, yes, student debt. I, I understand. Yeah. 
yeah and then brandon's just like oh <laughs> <Mommy."> okay <laughs> and then yeah he's i think this is where he says i'm sorry yeah right? he actually vocalizes his remorse <laughs> <laughs> when like usually we'd expect him to be like well you shouldn't have led me on like that yeah like i can literally hear him well, would you expect me to think you're over here saying I love you and hugging me and all this? Like, what? come on, Andrea. Like, I can hear him say that. Yeah, and then her being like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. And him being like, it's okay. Let's We'll get back to the speech. Yeah, yeah. I can hear all of it. Same. Ugh. But then, so while all of that is happening, and technically this is a little bit earlier because we'll just talk about, like, everything that's happened with Kelly. Okay. Because – they're packing up to move at mm-hmm. the Taylor house. So, like, Kelly's putting all of her stuff in the most amazing boxes I've ever seen in my life. I want them. And I will pay so much money to use those next time I move. And then Jackie comes out with these, like, pop art photos of Kelly. And I died. I feel like they were... Like, because when we were kids, it was very popular for our moms and dads to get glamour shots of us, like, at Walmart or those, like, random photo studios or whatever. I feel like this was, like, the 80s version of the 90s glamour shots that we all got. (laughs) Like, she called it, like, the bimbo days or something. And then David was like, I'll take them. Yeah. It's like, bro, where are you been? Creep. We put creepy David down. Right? Two like, years ago. <laughs> we have moved past this, but then the show was like, no, no, we acknowledge what was going on here. And we yeah. get a flashback of David with like that creepy, like scratching on a violin music. Yeah. Of like impending doom. Mm-hmm. It's the psycho music. Thank you. That's what it was. <laughs> I could not remember. I was like, it's scary movie music. <laughs> <laughs> I just love him being like, I'll take him. But they like, have like why? <laughs> yeah. Like can you imagine if he shows up to college and like moves into a dorm with his freshman roommate? Like imagine you go to college, your freshman roommate moves in and he puts up these two photos of like some beautiful person and you're just like, "Damn, who's that hottie?" And he goes, "My sister." Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess that's one way to get your own room. <laughs> <laughs> And just, like, put the box down and be like, who's that? My sister. Pick the box up. (laughs) Back out the door. See ya. Uh, No. No, no. No, 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 no. Yep. And then, I guess, like, after that, we get Kelly going over to Dylan's, and he's actually been reading up on California University, get their flashback of their relationship, and then they start making out and all that, and then knock, 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 Iris McKay. Shows up at the door, and of course, Kelly runs off to the bedroom like she did the first time Iris McKay came to town, and I don't love that. Like, just stay there. Like, I guess she was fixing her shirt, but, like, how long does it take to put three buttons together? Yeah, that's what gets me is both – yeah, both times Iris has shown up, Kelly has been, like, half unbuttoned on the couch with Dylan, and then he goes to answer the door, and she runs away, but, like – I feel like she should just stay and button her shit up and Dylan be like, hold on, I'm on my way. Yeah. And then Iris walks in and just makes that face and is like, you're still with Kelly? Yeah. I hate that she hates Kelly. 
It's so ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Like, why would you think he would just be with Brenda forever? Well, and I think, too, like, Dylan doesn't help the cause. Because, like, Iris is like, oh, you're still, you know, this isn't the first time I've caught you with Kelly Taylor. And she's like, were you in the bedroom? And he's like, we weren't on the bedroom. We're on the couch. It's like, bruh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want your mom to like her or not? Yeah, I mean, like, she has no reason to hate Kelly. Like, she has literally just decided that she hates Kelly. Yeah. But she has absolutely no reason. But I do love that when she makes that face, Dylan is just like, yes, I am. And also, Mm -hmm. you're the worst. And then, like, yells at her and essentially kicks her out of the house. Pretty much, yeah. Because basically he gets all mad that, like, she didn't come to the funeral, but she can suddenly make it for his graduation. And the only thing I'll say is it was interesting that she, like, warned kelly about what happens when people get a lot of money you know she like warns her that money changes people which obviously plants that seed for now kelly to like be on the lookout um for dylan because also like we said earlier this is when dylan like calls the hotel and gets her a room the nicest room no smoking she says his credit card number all that jazz but yeah so and then she gone yeah i mean i think it's interesting and like Maybe not in a good way. Like, it's planting seeds of drama, and I really appreciate that. But it's like, Kelly grew up with money. She has seen what money, quote-unquote, does to people. Like, Mm -hmm. Dylan has had money this whole time. Like, he hasn't had $10 million just ready for him to spend, but he has had money. He has a house. Well, and she dated Steve for at least a year, and he's loaded. Yeah, they go to Beverly Hills. Like, Mm -hmm. Steve has multiple cars, I think. Like, I don't remember if... Uh, his mom ever returned the second car she bought him. Oh, right. Yeah, like his mom's a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, like it's not like Kelly doesn't know what money does to people. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it like gets a little weird with them. Yep. But then the next morning we're at the senior breakfast. Everyone's looking at their senior wills except for Andrea who is freaking out <laughs> still and is like still erasing and still, you know, whatever. And this is, like, a good Steve moment because Brandon's, like, happy-go-lucky fun Steve. Go talk to Andrea. And he's, like, talking to Andrea? That's my specialty. I know. And it made me wish we had had so many more Steve and Andrea scenes. Like, it just – it gave me so many flashbacks of, yeah, like, them trying to exchange the egg, which I cannot believe Andrea did not remember the egg. Yeah, come on, girl. And then when she says she wants to dye her hair – that's one of my favorites. When yep. so, he's like, you did it. And Brandon's like, what? What'd you do? Tell me. Tell me everything. Is it new glasses? Did you get taller? Mm-hmm. What did you do? And let's not forget when they had their study session and made out. I will never forget. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I love them. I love that of all the flashbacks, the ones here might have been my favorites. Yeah. To- oh, totally. Yeah, because like, it was it was the egg one, and then we immediately go like you were saying, talking about what everybody left each other with the senior wills, and Brenda left Kelly, Wayne, and Adam, the little boys. I'm just gonna say the little boys. <laughs> they went on a blind date with, which let's be real, those were like peak Brenda and Kelly scenes. I I love how many times they're like they took us to a video arcade and I was like yeah but you're not mentioning the fact that you guys are amazing at video game arcade games and had so much fun right like just because you went on a date with you know Princeton boys Mm -hmm. like you guys went on a date together 
Yeah. And then Donna left Brenda veal brains, but in French. Yep. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. we had to get a flashback of that. <laughs> I love them coming out of that and Brandon being like, well, why would you order veal? And Steve being like, I like veal. <laughs> of course he does. Right? Like, ugh. Yep. And uh, then David basically like is like, Donna, we got to go. We got to, you know, get ready to go on. And Brenda basically starts like thinking about what would have happened if she never went to Paris. Like, would she basically would she and Dylan still be together? Um, and then there's like a little side convo of Brandon and Brenda basically saying like nobody knows that Brenda's gotten into Minnesota yet. Yeah, which is another like tick in the con box. If you're not telling people that you got into the school, like you don't actually want to go. Yeah, and like I would, I there's a point later like when she kind of admits that she's afraid nobody would want her to stay and I totally understand that insecurity because obviously if you're the only one out of your entire friend group that's going away then it's very you would be and not meaning like ill intention but like you would be easily forgotten because everybody else has everybody else Mm -hmm. Um, and so it wouldn't be intentional and it wouldn't be anything against Brenda it would just be that you know, it's not like everybody lost everybody and just went in a million different directions. Well, and so. yeah, and this is like before text messages and like Skype and that kind of thing, because that's when my friends went off to out of state colleges, like we'd have Skype dates. Yeah. That's how you keep in touch with those people. Right. And that just like, I mean, you could still obviously keep in touch with your friends, but yeah. it was a little bit harder. And I'm sure, yeah, Brenda's thinking like, well, Kelly and Donna are going to be here and they're going to make all new friends, like Steve and Brandon and da 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 Like, they're just going to forget about me. Yep. But yep. then we have to like cut to the stage because it's finally the senior breakfast presentation and uh, David and Donna are dressed as Wayne and Garth. Yes. And they're doing basically like a little skit and it was so, it was short, but it was so great. Like they committed, they did a great job and they were so adorable as Wayne and Garth. It was so cute. And then Steve being like the SNL, like over voiceover guy. Yeah. It was great. It was really good up until the point that David gave Steve the legacy key because then I was just like, oh, yeah, that was a bit cringy because it's like, bruh, too soon. He just found out he can graduate. (laughs) Like, right? Like this was illegal. Mm -hmm. This was a this was arguably Steve's lowest point ever. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, like there are a couple of really good, like fun flashbacks after this, but there are quite a few times that we get some bummer flashbacks. Yeah. Like I mean, I think the oh well, the funny one was like when David had taken the video um of them on the camping trip trip and everybody was like real grumpy in the morning. That mm-hmm. was funny. But then we get this the Mufasa and Scar moment between Brandon and Dylan on the cliff and I'm like, "Why would they show this?" Well, <laughs> and yeah, like it's not a- some of the ones that, like, you know, they show the camping trip. They show Kelly and Brenda going skydiving, which makes absolutely no sense how you would have that footage. Yes. <laughs> and then they show Hello Day with Emily Valentine, which I really did not think they were going to show Emily Valentine. Yeah. But then, yeah, they, like, we get flashbacks of, you know, Dylan remembering Brandon almost dying and 
Brandon thinking about all of the girls that he dated that he misses and like Brenda thinking about having sex with Dylan who she's not with anymore and is with her best friend mm-hmm. and like I was just like it's it's getting sad yeah it was just the assortment of clips was just all it was over the place everywhere <laughs> and I mean like I don't think there's a really a better order to do this yeah and I died when they did the Hello Day video. And then Brenda started singing a song about how Brandon dates so many girls. And he wants a girl who's creamy. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was dreamy or creamy. And then I realized both. it's both. It's yeah. both. <laughs> it's like, ew. Number was- one, that's like basically saying he only wants a white girl. But then number two, it's like, hold on creamy that's up there with moist it's i think it's worse than moist <laughs> oh it was See, a rap oh sorry it was a wap reference before it's time yes <laughs> oh my god gross <laughs> oh and yeah then like while they're singing we get this flashback of brandon just like gnawing on women's faces just like going to town that boy literally never understood how like lips work together yeah, he's like, oh, this is your lips, and this is your lips, and this is your lips. I have to put both my lips around your lips because I am the dominant one in this relationship. <laughs> my favorite That's- is when he puts his lower lip in the girl's mouth and, like, just closes down on her upper lip. <laughs> he's like a sock puppet. He's like, um. <laughs> Watch and, what uh, I can do, home. <laughs> oh my gosh! And Nikki's face in that flashback, she's just like, "This is happening." <laughs> it's like when they were laying down or whatever, and, yeah. And, and she's just kind of like letting him do what he's gonna. She's just like, <laughs> she's like, no, wait, wait. Where's your, where's your face going? I just uh, over here, okay. <laughs> but I think the best part is when Dylan's like. Hey, Brandon, out of all the girls that you dated in your high school career, who was the best one? And very shocked to find out it was Ice Skater Girl, who, forgive me, I've forgotten the name. Trisha Kinney. I looked it up. Thank you. And the entire time we've ha- we've been doing this podcast, we've talked about what could have been with the original music. And somehow... During this clip, we get I've Had the Time of My Life, just the best part of the song. And I was thinking as soon as this happened, I think Ariel's going to be thrilled and pissed at the same time. (laughs) All right. I wrote, flashback, Brandon and Trisha skating to I've Had the Time of My Life and Don't Make Me Hate This Song in 90210. (laughs) Right? Because you'd be so excited to hear your song from your movie But then also that it had to be for Brandon. (laughs) Well, and yeah, I noticed it about the music too because we got Schools Out by Alice Cooper and I've Had the Time of My Life and Pomp and Circumstance and all of these things in this episode. And I was just like, how did this work out? Yeah. Like, I have no idea. Is Alice Cooper just that cheap? (laughs) Like, he's just like, I don't care. Just take it. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Get, go. And I'm also really amazed that it was. Trisha. I know. Like, you had relationships. Yeah. She was one day and she blew you off. It's because she blew him off. Yeah. Because, like, he had an actual relationship with Nikki. 
He had an actual relationship with Emily Valentine. He uh, even uh, Cheryl was like his old girlfriend that he kind of rekindled there for a sec. And racist then it was, volleyball player. Yep. Oh, Brooke. Brooke. Yeah. Um, and they showed, um, what was her name? The the movie set girl. Remember Ooh. that he did, or the TV show or whatever he filmed. Yeah. I want to say her name is Darla, but that doesn't sound right. It might be. I haven't kept a list because the only ones I remember were Cheryl, Carla with a K. <laughs> yeah. Darla uh, Diller. No, yeah. that's no, no that's that was Spring, Spring Dance. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Darla Diller is the girl that Steve wanted to date. Oh, and she wouldn't date him because he drove a Corvette, right? Yes. Wait, so what's Brenda's Minnesota friend? Is it also Darla? I think so. Oh, guys, Darla is not like a common name. (laughs) (laughs) Surely there's other female names you can use. Anywho. Who knows? But yeah, I was amazed that that's who they picked. Yeah, same. And then like the last clip that they have for the senior breakfast is David dancing, which I also think is really funny because like they didn't even know if he was going to graduate yet. And they were just like, no, no, you're included. Yeah, just put it in there. We'll make sure it's fine. But then, like, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's their reaction. Not like, man, David's such a good dancer. They're just like, I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason Brenda wasn't there is because she and Dylan were about to bone. And, and- oh, I was going to say, um, that is the first time in this episode I clocked a boom mic. Oh, man, I missed it. It was in the flashback, and it was, like, right in the corner. So you barely saw it, but I was just like, what would a clip show be without Mr. Boom? (laughs) We have had him for three seasons. It would be a damn shame to not include him. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm extremely surprised that they reminded us that Brenda and Dylan had sex at Spring Dance because it's been such a big deal ever since i'm like interesting way to either like stab stab at the advertisers or whoever or the network or whatever or if it was just like well we have to include it because it was so important i don't know i think it might have been both because later in the episode i didn't write exactly what they were talking about but they bring up when they go to baja together and it is very heavily implied by dylan and like acknowledged by brenda that they were having sex in baja yep because, like, she's, like, we had such – we surfed and we, like, danced all night or something like that. And he's, like, well, not all night. And she's, like, oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, like, you know, people have confirmed to us that they were having sex in their relationship. Mm-hmm. At, I guess up to the point that they weren't. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I, I still really – I need, like, a timeline mm-hmm. of Brenda and Dylan's relationship. Yeah. But yeah, who's just like, this is a very interesting scene to bring up. Like, it's, it was like a completely extra additional little like side story that I didn't fully track the whole way through of um, Brenda like saying she wasn't going to Minnesota because of Dylan, but like then realizing she's probably going to Minnesota because of Dylan. Yeah. It's almost like instead of, Dylan being the reason she's staying, he's almost now being the reason that she's going. Yeah. And like... Which is not good either. <laughs> no, it's not. And then senior breakfast is over. Everyone claps. We all walk away. 
And then David is so convinced that he failed his chemistry final. But he also kind of wants to fail his chemistry final because now he's all like torn because he's a little bit regretting that he didn't stay in his own class. And so he could be like king of the world or whatever he says, like um, big man on campus. I don't remember what he said, but whatever the leader or whatever of the senior class that he should be in. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, I get it for the purposes of when they show the Scott flashback, but I don't get it here because he's been working so hard. Why would you suddenly feel like this isn't worth it now? Well, and as far as we know, he doesn't have friends in his own grade anymore. Exactly. Like, that was the whole reason that he wanted to graduate early. Yeah. So, I don't know. But they, like, they get out of the senior breakfast. I guess they're done with school for the day. Because this is the same day as graduation? I guess? This day is the longest day. It's a very long day. (laughs) But they go to the Walsh house to start working on their, like, prank memory sheet thing mm-hmm. and the only thing I wrote down about this scene was that Dylan was wearing an Atlanta Braves hat he sure was and that Kelly just like blew up his spot about his money yeah yeah weirdly that's about what I wrote too um but fun fact about the whole Atlanta Braves things because people might be thinking why the hell is Dylan McKay or Luke Perry or whoever, why did anybody say, yeah, you can wear a Braves hat? And I don't know if y'all knew this, but like back in, especially around this time, the early 90s, A, the Atlanta Braves were really, really good. But the other thing was, is the Braves used to be played solely on TBS, which was cable and widely played. So like it was a national broadcast. So the Braves actually got a really, really wide fan base because if like we didn't have the regional channels that we do now, like Fox Sports South and things like that. So whenever baseball was on national television, it often was the Braves. And so similar to NFL with the Cowboys, how they were like America's team for the Braves, the Braves became like America's baseball team. So the Braves ended up having like a much larger footprint across the country because like they were just actually played on TBS, which is Turner Broadcasting System, and Ted Turner is Atlanta based. So interesting. Fun fact. Okay, because yeah, I was trying to remember. Hold on, that's really interesting because I don't remember when it happened, and I was trying so hard to find it. Do you remember when they made an Atlanta Falcons reference? I think it was like yes. last season. Yes, but now I uh, like I definitely remember that, but I don't remember what the reference actually was. It was about a player. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't remember it, but then, like, while I was watching the episode, I brought up the Braves hat, and John was like, well, that makes sense, because they were really good, and then I mentioned the Falcons, and he was like, well, that also makes sense, because this was probably around the time of the Dirty Bird. It was. Yeah. Because yeah. the Dirty Bird was, like, early – it was, like, late 80s, early 90s, mid-90s, and then, if you recall, we played um, Denver in the Super Bowl in 98. Yep, And then the Braves won the World Series in 95, but they were also, like, in the hunt from pretty much, like, 90 to 96 or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, like, I said all these things, and John was like, well, of course, Atlanta sports were so popular. They were, like, yeah. I don't remember that time. Yeah, absolutely. That's, like, why I was a baseball fan, because in the mid-90s, like, the Braves were just amazing, and my dad was a big fan, and that's when I was starting to play, like, t-ball and softball and all that. But yeah, they used to be America's team. So that's kind of cool. That's a little fun fact. 
Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess uh, also a fun fact is Jim and Cindy are inside while all these people are outside and like Cindy's making up a snack tray for the gang and like Jim comes home from work early because of the graduation and then they're like, we've had a lot of memories with these kids, right? And then they flash back to uh, Mary, you mentioned their names, Trudy and Bob? Yes. I'm so proud of myself. Uh, yeah, the swingers from Texas, <laughs> which was like, ha, ha, ha. And then like they flashed forward in the flashback to them finding out Brandon got a DUI. Yep. And I was like, is this really the memory we want to have right now? Of course, it made me think of when we talked about it and they just yelled at Brenda for getting wine on the carpet. I know. I wrote down, oh, and Brandon's DUI that Brenda got in trouble for. <laughs> but I was just like, damn, yo. And then, like, yeah, they take it outside. Iris calls Cindy. Well, Iris calls looking for Jim and then talks to Cindy, which I was just like, please, flashback to the mind gym. I know. And they didn't. Like, nothing happened there, but I just wanted to see it. Be like, I'm so glad we're friends, Iris. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember when we when we were friends? <laughs> but, yeah, so then, like, I guess Dylan is about to leave. But, like, right before all this happens, Jim is just like, man, Dylan, the first time I met you, you were dirty just like this. It's like, yeah, which is such a weird comment to say. Like, hey, Dylan, how many times are you going to be dirty in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> is Jim flirting? That's what I'm saying. He's already said, like, very thick. (laughs) And Dylan, you're a dirty boy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Jim. I remember the first time we met, I asked you if I could shower in your house. (laughs) And then, damn it, he didn't get his chance because Brenda had to be the one to see him coming out of the shower. Damn it. (laughs) Seriously, everyone in the Walsh house has had a thing for Dylan at some point or another, and Brenda's just the one that got there. Oh, totally. But yeah, Dylan, we got to see Dylan being like, so you're into video tape. <laughs> yeah, I just even love his emphasis on that syllable. He was like, video tape. <laughs> Which like, it was kind of funny because we get that flashback. And then later we get a flashback to I think the same episode because it's after they go on the date. Which is yeah. when he starts screaming at Brenda and throwing the pot. Yep, and she's like, you're scaring me, and no, I want to leave. And we were like, oh, shit, is Dylan a dangerous boy? Yeah, and honestly, watching it again, I was like, Dylan is a bad guy. He was, like, I, yeah, because I had a similar thought, and I'm like, if these were early signs of, like, abusive behavior, like, ooh. Yeah, no, like, I was literally watching something else this week where, like, this guy and this girl just started, like, being romantic together and then, like, he gets he gets actually, like, really violent. Like, he beats someone almost to death. And she's just like, you really scared me. And he's like, please don't be scared of me. And I was like, that's not what I want you to say right now. This sounds familiar. Maybe I've just seen something like that before. You probably have because I know you haven't seen this yet. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's not important, but I'm trying not to be, like, spoily because it's, like, actively airing right now. I think I know what it is then. Um, But yeah, like, I feel like I've heard a storyline of that where a guy is, like, showing some pretty dangerous physical tendencies and then they're just like, no, that's not really me. And it's like, uh. It also happens in Dirty Dancing. 
Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because I know in the scene where Dylan throws the the, pl- the pot and then all that, like there was dirty dancing music playing. Yep. Because Johnny Castle is also a dangerous man. And that's right. Maybe we should stop putting dangerous men in pop culture and just having women be like, well, I'm scared of you, but you wouldn't do that to me. Yeah. Ugh, we could talk way too much about that. We could, and I <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Because for some reason, like, after all of these things that we just talked about that were, like, really heavy with the DUI and, like, all this stuff, we have to see a flashback of the night that Brandon and Steve got Steve's car stolen and Steve started crying. And I'll be honest, I kind of forgot about all of those things. I just, it was another one where, like, you could tell they were trying to milk for time because rather than just, like, showing the really important parts, we have Brandon looking in a rearview mirror and being like, do you remember the girl in the biker shorts with the thing coming out of her? And then the girl wearing the top that wasn't really a top, but it kind of looks like a bra, but it is a top. And they were in line when we got here, and then we got left a lot, like. Yeah, there was too much exposition. There's so much, and, like, I think that happened in the episode, but I was like, we are clipping so much. Yes, 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 yes. Which, they were playing horse. I feel like they could have flashed back to any other time they played basketball. No, because the other time they played basketball together, like, the big time they played basketball together was one of the times that Steve was super racist. Oh, fair point. Okay. Yeah, I feel like this was an episode to be like, we're going to talk about the heavy stuff, except the parts where Steve was really racist. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because, like... Uh, when they do the flashback of all of the girls that Brandon dated, I don't think they show Vivica A. Fox. They don't. And I don't think they showed Carla with a K. I don't think so. Yeah. So to your point, they're like, we got to keep this as literally white bread as possible. Which, I mean, Vivica A. Fox might have literally been like, no, you can't use that clip for this episode, but I don't know why she would. Yeah. Like, I... I'm curious about how clip shows work. If they want to like, like if you got paid for, you know, being in your episode and then they want to use a clip from that episode, do they need your permission or do you just now get paid for two episodes that show you? I don't know. I would imagine you would just get the royalty, but I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm curious about that because I saw like a little fun fact that said that uh, the actress who played Trisha almost didn't want them to use a clip of her. Hmm. But I don't know, like, you know, how true that is or why that was. Huh. So I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. And then we go back to the Taylor house. And David is basically moping because he's, again, having those second thoughts about graduating. And this time it's a little bit more clear about a little bit more about why he doesn't necessarily want to graduate. And it's because he's reminded of our sweet baby Scott. Um, And then we get those, you know, really tough flashbacks. Um, and then, I mean, it, that scene was mostly focused on the flashbacks, I feel like. Yeah. Um, because then Donna calls and that kind of scene ends. And then we eventually see Kelly calling Dylan to apologize for basically like talking about his money because it's not her place and it's his money and she doesn't want anything bad to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we get Dylan hanging up the phone and, oh my God, Brenda's there. I know. And like, oh my gosh, the idea that she's like, was that Kelly on the phone? Why didn't you tell her I was here? And And he's all, it didn't come up. Like, why would that come up? (laughs) Yeah, that's not, 
how that happens. Why would Kelly be like, hey, is Brenda there? Like, <laughs> are you alone? Yeah. Like, and yeah, because she wants to go talk to Dylan about Minnesota and how she's scared that no one would want her to stay. And then they start like having this weird conversation of like, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? And like, very, it very clearly felt like they were about to cheat together on Kelly. And I was just going to be like, absolutely not. Yeah, like, for sure. If they did that, that would have been a bad move. Uh-uh. I like I'm already over Brenda and Dylan and then I would be furious. Yeah, totally. And any kind of like hope for Brenda and Kelly to really truly be fine would just be completely shot. Oh, right out the window. Cuz yeah. like, yeah, when Iris shows up and rings the bell and they like Brenda literally says saved by the bell, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what are you saved from? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. No, 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 no. I will say, like, something that was interesting is that they both agreed and acknowledged that their relationship was incredibly intense and too much for both of them at their age and at, you know, that point in their life. Because I feel like that's really, that's a mature way to come to an agreement on something and a mature way to, like, understand, like, our love for each other was great, but it was also too much and it wasn't right for us to be together and it's okay that we're not together now. Yeah. No, because I I appreciated that the flashbacks that we had for them in this moment were just them, like, people yelling. Yeah. Just like, this was too intense. Yeah, like, Brenda trying to live with Dylan and Jim coming over. Like, it totally makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know. Iris has some stuff. She and Dylan are less mad at each other. Yeah, because she said she is going to come to graduation after all and – she still loves Brenda because she's like, oh, Brenda, darling, you're here. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like Dylan should have just been like, are you serious? She was on my couch, too. <laughs> <laughs> you would come by 10 minutes later. It was just, this would have just been a repeat. Yeah. But like none of that totally matters. Iris is going to go to graduation, whatever. And then Kelly is – at the Taylor house and Jackie is holding Aaron who I feel like we have not seen since the summer so now she's a giant baby <laughs> yeah. she's so big and I love Kelly's like I've known you my whole or your whole life <laughs> it's like yeah yep that's that's how babies work that's how siblings and you being the older sibling kind of that's the that's the right dynamic <laughs> yeah and yeah she's like man I'm so glad I stayed home from France to spend time with you mm-hmm like it doesn't actually sound like anybody actually wanted to go to France. Yeah. Like this whole episode, they're just like, what if I stayed home? I can't believe I ate brains in France. <laughs> yeah. That ruined my whole trip. But yeah. it was really cute, this, like, conversation that Kelly and Jackie have about how, like, her dad has been emotionally unavailable and he hasn't been there for her and, like, all of this stuff and that she wants to major in psychology. Oh, so, very on brand. Yeah. So now we know. Kelly is going to college and majoring in psychology. Yes. We just don't know where, but we assume California University because where else? Safe to say. Yeah. California University. Yeah. But yeah, like she's the first one that we have like a very solid, like she is going to college. She is going to a very specific college and she has picked a major. Mm -hmm. Because we know like Brenda is going to study theater. But where? And Andrea presumably is going to study journalism at Yale. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because I think she 
it takes to like the end of the episode to be like, no, I'm I'm going to Yale. Yeah, it does. Because um, before that, now we have to go to the Walsh house because Brenda left Dylan's house to come home to get ready for graduation. And Brandon is like putting on a tie because it's a very important day or whatever. Yep. And they flash back to the first ever twin talk we ever experienced with the mullet. Oh, thank God for the mullet. <laughs> I have missed the mullet. I still can't believe that, like, that was part of, I guess, his screen test or whatever. And they made him, they're like, oh, no, we gotta, this gotta go. <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes when we would have been, like, flashbacking on Brandon in this episode, I was like, you know, Brandon is kind of cute. Like, I kind of get it, right? Yeah, he's an objectively attractive human being. Yeah, and then, like, we went back to the mullet, and I was like, seriously, if they had left the mullet, I feel like my entire tune on Brandon would have changed. Yeah, like, same. I, I would have just been like, no, Brandon can say what he wants. Mm-hmm. I just need that, like – I love the mullet. <laughs> that, like, little bit of extra hair in the back. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was cute, and it looked soft, and it didn't look so square, and I just That's, liked it a lot more. His hair is too perfect. I think yeah. is what gets me. Speaking of all the different flashbacks, though, like I'm realizing Dylan can wear whatever hair he wants to. Because when it was super, super short, I thought he was cute. When it was like wet from the shower, he was super cute. And then now it's like really long. And I, I still love it. I also miss Dylan's earring. Oh, I didn't even realize we were seeing the earring. Yeah, I've forgotten about it. it. We saw it in the shower. We saw it in the um, the first fight with the pot. Um I think we saw it another time because it's when he had his really long sideburns. Because if you notice right now, his sideburns a little shorter. Mm-hmm. I just love Dylan. You guys know this. <laughs> I was definitely focusing when he was on the couch with Brenda, like the eyebrows. Oh, very yeah. specifically the eyebrow and like the the predominant scar. Oh, yeah. I feel like I haven't been paying attention to it so much because I've been mad at him. <laughs> yeah. You will not show me your scar. I'm mad at you. Don't you play that eyebrow game with me. <laughs> But then they go to graduation, and so much happens. Yeah. Like, Steve's dad is there, but Steve's not happy about it. He makes weird comments about Dylan buying himself shoes. Mm -hmm. So Dylan walks away, and then Dylan sees his dad and gets really upset about it, and it's just like, looks away for a second, and that's how you can tell it's, you know, just his dad appearing to him and being like, I need you to know you could do what you want to do. Like, you don't have to do things for me anymore. Yeah. But, like, I refuse to believe that Jack is dead. So I kind of really wish it was just, like, Jack appeared, actually said those things. And then when Dylan turned around, like, dove into a closet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I want to believe still that he faked his death. So I'm going to latch on to that theory. He faked his death. He flew from Brazil, where he's been hiding out to Hawaii and then from Hawaii to California and then he like drove from like you know really far away California to like lose the tail because you know people are still after him over the money since he faked his death just so he can have these few moments with his son that is what I choose to believe I mean this is a drama and a long-running drama at that so you never know I mean seriously at some point they're gonna get to season eight and be like we are out of plot what do Mm -hmm. we do Jack isn't dead. Could be. We'll find out. Supernatural ran 15 seasons and legitimately ran out of plot and just kept reviving characters. 
Oh yeah, I think I did see something like that. Like I can't I obviously cannot say that they actually ran out of plot, but like nobody stays dead on Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like they just don't. <laughs> and then they get to right before Andrea is supposed to give her speech and she realizes she has lost it. And she is so freaked out. Which also is not on brand for Andrea because like when would she ever lose a prepared speech that she worked so hard on? Like she would never do that. No. And I I will say though that like, you know, Brandon calms her down. He's like, no, 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 you can do this. Everything's going to be fine. Then she's like, do you remember how I started? Which like he never actually says it, but then she gets up there and just starts rattling off the original speech. I'm just like, she memorized that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's the thing. She would never have needed to like she might have needed some cue cards to help like prompt her. Mm-hmm. But Andrea would not freak out like this. I refuse to believe it. I agree. I don't think she would have freaked out at all. I think she would have just like straight up killed it. Even if she did have to wing it, which is not on brand for her, but the fact that she had to, like she still would have done the like a great speech. Yeah, she spent so much time working on that she would be prepared and then even like at the beginning when we find out that she's scared of public speaking and she says that weird sentence to Mr. Myers and is like well you shouldn't say words a lot because if you say words a lot they mean less and then (laughs) you can't say them later like I don't remember exactly what she says but like I feel like Mr. Myers would have been like Andrea are you okay yeah, did you short circuit? <laughs> to be fair, actually, Mr. Myers probably wouldn't say that because he's the worst person in the world. He'd be like, hey, Brandon, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, I need you to be valedictorian. <laughs> you need to take the reins and be a leader here. So you need to step in for Andrea and be the valedictorian I always knew you were. <laughs> like, Sir, I am 100th in this class. Well, now you are number one. <laughs> yeah. You've always been number one in my heart, Brandon. Now go act like it. <laughs> Do you mean, I'm sorry, did you mean 100 as in 100%, which is mm-hmm. one? <laughs> but yeah, like, she gets up there, she kills it. I don't remember a single thing she actually said. I didn't write it down. Same. Because then they start, like, saying everyone's names so they can cycle through. And, like, as people are going up to get their diplomas, we're getting some final flashbacks. And, like, when they say Donna's name, we get a flashback of her telling David she doesn't want to sleep with him. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? It's like, sorry, this we don't have a lot of Donna flashbacks, so let's use this one about her wanting to have sex when she's married. And then Dylan goes to walk, and Brandon thinks about when he talks about Lord Byron, and he's like, yeah, me and Lord Byron have a lot in common. And it was like, mad, bad, and dangerous to know. Yep. And then Tony Miller should have gone after Martin McKay Miller, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. He I think does they not. jump straight to, like, David. They do. Um, and and before that, we had a small flashback of Kelly being upset about her dad always flaking, which felt very random at the time. And then we see when Kelly's getting her diploma, which, okay, never did any student at West Beverly, when they were getting their diploma, move their tassel. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I just thought about it. Because usually what you would do is you'd walk up on stage, shake the hand of the principal or whoever, get your diploma. Look at the crowd, move your tassel, or whichever way it goes. I'm trying or to think. 
Maybe they all went up there and then they had them all do it at once. I don't know, but I never saw it. I was, yeah, because we never saw it, but I do think the like doing it all at once is at least how I did one of my graduations. Fifth grade. <laughs> you got a mortarboard <laughs> for fifth grade? I don't know. I don't even, did I? I know. I, I, I mean, know. to be fair, yeah, I had fifth grade graduation. I think we had kindergarten graduation. I had eighth grade graduation and then high school, college, and I didn't walk for grad school because I was not coming back six months later. Yeah, fair. Yeah. But yeah, the reason we had the Kelly dad upset flashback is because when Kelly goes, that was a weird way to say that, but (laughs) when Kelly does go across the stage after she gets her diploma, she looks up in the crowd and she is flabbergasted because who should be in the crowd? None other than... Papa. Mr. Taylor. <laughs> yeah, they never name him, do they? Uh-uh. Uh, he feels like a Bob to me. Bob Taylor. Or like a Dan Taylor. I feel like a Jerry. They really like the Jerry J names Taylor. anyway. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm hearing like a Jerry Taylor. How the heck are ya? Well, that's why I'm hearing a Bob because they also like the B names. It's very fair. Barry. Oh. Split the difference. I like it. Barry Taylor. (laughs) Yeah. And like it was really adorable when she does get back to her seat because she's sitting next to um, David, who was sitting next to Steve. And they're like, wow, we didn't expect you to get all misty eyed or like whatever they said. And she's like, my dad's here. And Steve, another reason why we like Steve is because he recognizes what a big freaking deal it is and just reaches over and gives her wrist a little squeeze. I know. Like, Ugh, it's like sometimes they want us to like him and sometimes they're just like, we have some shit that needs to be said. Steve's going to say it. Yeah, it's like we want you to like him, but not that much. Mm-hmm. We, You have to feel very conflicted about your feelings about Steve, yeah. which I do. So, mm-hmm. you know, good on them. Right. And then, yeah, like after they go through all of this, we get to Brandon Walsh, Brenda Walsh, which now I'm realizing they named them Brandon, then Brenda, so that he would always go first. Yep. I, I saw it. And yep. then you get like a final, final flashback of Jim and Brenda talking about Brenda taking a pregnancy test. <laughs> like top five father-daughter moments. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they don't have a lot of great ones. There's a lot of yelling with Jim and Brenda. Very true. And, like, he does say, like, I'll always think of you as my little girl. And she's like, well, maybe I'm not your little girl anymore. And, yeah, you know, she's graduating and moving back to Minnesota. But I was just like, damn. Mm-hmm. We're going to end this sad. Yep. But then all of them graduate. They all are excited. They throw their caps and gowns. And then it <laughs> was <laughs> – what? They throw their caps and their gowns? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Didn't even realize this. I wrote it down too. I'm reading for my notes. <laughs> I just love the idea. <laughs> they all just like, hold on, hold on, unzip, step out of it. <laughs> and yeah. then it just lands right back on top of them. That would be fun. But yeah, they just throw their caps only. Um, and then they're like all, you know, in the crowd and they're like hanging out again. And I do love that Brandon just like koalas up on Steve. I know. And then kisses him on the cheek, and that's what they snap a picture of. Well, because he said earlier in the episode, he was like, if you kiss me, I'm going to punch you or whatever. <laughs> and then he runs up and is like, mwah. <laughs> gotcha. Yep. 
Oh, no. Like, this was all definitely a big blur, but it was really cute. Because, like, really cute. Cindy's running around with her camera, like, oh, let's take a picture. Let's take a picture. Let's take a picture of you guys. And, like, you know, Kelly's parents have found each other in the crowd, and they're all going to go get something to eat together. Yeah. And she's so happy about that. And, you know, everyone's just happy. And then yeah. they all, like, kind of split off into separate little groups for the rest of the day. Right. Because – like Donna, Brenda, and David go to a club or something, or maybe they were joking about that, but yeah, I have no idea. I don't know either. But yeah, they all like split up, and I presumably after Iris leaves, Dylan calls the house, the Walsh house, to talk to Jim and Cindy, and I, like he literally calls like on his new cell phone, and yeah, because he's like, I'm going to be there in three minutes. And they're like, Wait, what? <laughs> but he shows up, and he's like, Yeah, you know, I spent like. $2,000 already. I should probably slow down. Will you take my money back except for some of it because I'm going then, to Europe? And then make sure those monthly payments are like more than they used to be, like, you know, like significantly more than they used to be. I feel like Jim is just sitting here like, God damn it. He's like, man, I got to be connected to this guy for how many more years? <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Like, at what point do you think Jim starts charging like custodian fees? I mean, like, bro, you would think now the fees on ten million dollars. Like, Jim does not need his job as whatever the hell he does. Yep. Like, damn. I know. But yeah, he wants. He's still thinking he wants to go to college, but maybe not right away because he wants to um, go bum around Europe. And he, you know, kind of mentions the whole Jack thing, and like he just wants to. He wants to do what he feels is right and what's best for him. Um. So yeah, and then. Basically, the gang all meets up late at night, and they're going to camp outside, and um, yeah, that was when, like, Donna and Brenda and David were like, oh, we left a club to come here. Yeah, and then, like, they sit down, and Donna just, like, leans back, and David's like, are you already tired? I'm like, it's 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not nodding off. It's like, it, it's fine. You're perfectly capable, like, allowed to nod off. Yeah. But also, like, I'm pretty sure even just this, like, camping moment is highly illegal. Like, this is trespassing. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to be super close to the Hollywood sign. I don't even know where they were. I think at first I was like, are they by the Hollywood sign? But then also, I think they were just outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. But, like, yeah, they have all these comments where, like, you know, they they essentially just, like, wrap all this up. Like, Andrea's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to Yale and, like, makes comments about the circus. And they were like, you were in the circus? And, like, it just reminded me of all of the times we've joked about Brenda being like, I remember the time I was a paratrooper. <laughs> when I was in the Army. When I was a race car driver. Oh, my gosh. I wish we would have gotten those flashbacks. I know. I'm a little sad when they talked about the skydiving. We didn't get, like, Her a bitch. Brenda flashback. Her yeah oh um, yeah and then brenda tell well brandon kind of like uh, throws brenda on the bus and he's like well Brenda, did you make a decision and she's like and they're like wait what do you mean and she's like oh well i'm going to university of minnesota and they're all like w what <laughs> and then like yeah they're sitting here being like well it's okay it's not the end of our friendship i can't believe you're leaving but like there's uh there's phone calls and there's video calls i'm just like what does a video call in 1993 look like you know what it could be? could be a Tamagotchi that can broadcast a signal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now I'm just picturing, like, yeah, they just, like, 
take videos, put the tape in the mail, send it to Brenda. She has to put it in her VCR and watch it. Then she tapes back to them and sends it back. I love that. That's a great idea. I love it so much. And then, yeah, Dylan is – I think he tells them, like, oh, yeah, I think I'm still going to go to Berkeley, but, like, maybe not right away. I'm going to go to Europe. And then, yeah, like, at this point that he's, like, officially decided, like, oh, I'm going to go to Europe. I'm going to start in Norway and work my way down. Hey, Kelly, do you have a passport? She's like, why? He's like, I want to borrow it. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, nah, I'm just kidding. Why don't you come with me? And Yeah, so I guess, like, Kelly's going to Europe with him. I mean, literally, Jackie does not seem to give a shit. Like, she's just like, oh, you want to spend the night with him? Okay. Oh, you want to live with him in college? Okay. Oh, you didn't ask him about living with him? Okay. Oh, you're going to go to Europe for a summer without, like, parental supervision okay she's very much the parent that's like as soon as you're 18 like literally the day of your birthday of when you turn 18 you are an adult and i cannot make you do anything anymore seriously like she was just like nah bye like my mother's still like literally we when we went to the beach in south carolina a state over for three weeks my mom was like oh so when so i guess i'll talk to you in three weeks i'm like mom i'm not going out of the country (laughs) Like, she's still, like, is very concerned about my whereabouts. Meanwhile, Jackie Taylor, oh, you're going to Europe? Kelly, you still here? Oh, she already went to Europe. She's in Europe now. Whatever. (laughs) I feel like Jackie would, like, buy a house and forget to buy a bedroom and be like, I thought you were just moved out. Right. Like, you you just don't live here. You could put a cot in baby Aaron's room. (laughs) Like, I love you, but you're 18. Why would you be here? Right. But yeah, so they all go to sleep. Then they wake up and go check out their quote unquote legacy. And they drive for a while. And I was thinking, like, why didn't you just camp closer? Or what was the point of. Or like camp underneath here? your legacy? Yeah. Yeah. So they drive for a while. And then they all look up and, yep, sure enough, they change the Hollywood sign to WBEV High 93. It's like the same person who came up with this, came up with the I ate a Ferrari license <laughs> tag. <laughs> oh my god, what if that was what it said? It was I ate a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, like, Steve told them it was going to be WBEV High 93, and then they get down there and they're just like, Steve? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I had you guys paint that, but then I had a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if that had been this, I would have given this episode an A+. A++++. plus plus yep. plus plus. Yeah. But I will say also this little like pan out um, shot of the gang together. That's a very popular one that you can see on most Google images, most little gifts, all that. So we've um, we've hit a milestone, kids. We've graduated these kids and they're out the house and, and going off. As Andrea said, we're all individuals going out in the world individually. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I mean, that's. Like, like you said, like, this is a milestone. Like, I, I kind of peeked ahead. We don't really lose anyone next season, but we're going to gain. Like, the cast is going to change. They're going to go to college. They're going to be in different places. They sure are. We're Will leading. the gang always be together? Will some of them break apart? Who knows? I really wish I could just, like, underlay the graduation song by Vitamin C. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that earlier when I had, like, we didn't have, like, a fifth grade graduation but we had a like 
every fifth grader or like fifth grade class when it was their like time to leave or whatever we did a walkthrough of the school and like all the other kids were like watching us it was like the fifth grade walk or something like that and vitamin c that song played in my fifth grade's fifth grade walk or whatever it was called and i remember it was so sad especially because my school was like my elementary school didn't go to like one specific middle school and so literally half of us was going to whitewater middle and the other half was going to fayette county middle and i had so many friends that were going to fayette or yeah fayette middle and i was going to whitewater so i was like the saddest little fifth grader that i was about to lose like all of my friends oh my gosh no like this rings so true to me so we had we had fifth grade graduation but we also had a fifth grade dance before graduation and this played at the dance and everyone was so upset and the dance was like 3 p.m. like you had to go it was like you stayed at school for the dance before yeah. the bus would come pick you up but yeah i remember this song playing and everyone sobbing but like my elementary school did feed into one middle school so it's just like, guys, yeah. you're all going to middle school together. Mm-hmm. Like off the top of my head, I think like I went to private school, so I wasn't going. One girl moved away and then I'm pretty sure everyone else went to this middle school. And I was like, why are we crying? Yep. Like if anything, you're going to get more friends together. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, I think that song had come out that year or something. And – yeah. Everyone's like, it's so perfect, and I love you all so much, and we had such a great fifth grade year. We're awesome, like, 10 or 11-year-olds or however old you are. Oh, That's such an interesting thing about school and, like, how in America, how we break it up into, like, elementary school, middle school, and high school. You're always the bottom of the totem pole, and you're always the top. And at each top, you always just feel this sense of power. And then you're immediately humbled <laughs> the next year. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you thought you were cool as a senior in high school? No. Yeah. 18-year-olds are stupid. Yep. Oh, my gosh. No, it was – But that's it. That's it. And, like, Donna even makes a comment about that when they're at graduation rehearsal. She's like, I can't believe I've known some of these people for 12 years. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. You play the graduation song and start crying. That's true. Someone's very true. So, of the last three years, what's been your favorite part of West Beverly oh, High class of '93? Could so you many. could you name a favorite? You know, I've always I think I think I've said this throughout our our podcast is that I've always loved the moments when they're all together. You know, obviously I love the big character moments and, and the individual performances of certain actors, but honestly and truly, the best times are when they're all together. So I think the camping trip was great. Um, this episode was great because most of them were together for a lot of the episode. Um, the dance episodes have been great. Palm Springs? Oh, so, yeah. Palm Springs. Yeah. Yeah. That was great, too. So, yeah, I think that would probably be – can't pinpoint a specific moment, but it's pretty much any time the gang is all together. Yeah, I'm, like, looking back through all of the episode titles to see what I remember and what I like the most. Because legitimately, I had to think. I was like, okay, the first season, the finale was the Walsh's leaving. This season was graduation. I could barely remember 
the season two finale. Hold on, I'm thinking. All right, I'll give you a minute before I tell you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm like scrolling through my synopsis and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, because it was Jackie and Mel's wedding. Oh, right. Like it was Brenda and Dylan going to Mexico and then getting stuck there. And it was Jackie and Mel's wedding because that was when uh, what's his face kicks off Miller's place. Jake from State Farm. Uh, He wishes. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, what a very like anticlimactic, right? Season finale, huh? Well, because then like yeah. right after that, we go right into summer episodes for season three. But th- I didn't like them like I liked the last summer mm-hmm. because this summer it was all split up. We had to go to Paris and we had to go to the beach club, mm-hmm. and I prefer, like you said, having them together. Um, because. Mm-hmm. I also looked at our next season four, episode one, is in September. We don't have a summer mm-hmm. anymore. Nope. We still have 30 plus episodes, but not a summer. <laughs> we have 32 episodes. <laughs> it's going to be a while for season four. <laughs> we don't get to see summer. I'm actually, I'm going to miss summer. Yeah. I didn't. I think we get to see, well, that's the thing is I'm not sure, because it still might be the tail end of summer depending on when the academic year starts but yeah um it'll be weird not having the beach club yeah I mean I only looked at dates so yeah the episode is in September so it could be like a last week of summer before everyone goes to college or like Mm -hmm. the last two weeks before everyone goes to college yeah like it made me feel things I was like we're not gonna go to the beach club who's gonna work at the beach club is Andrea gonna be there this year we will find out. How is Steve? How many girls is Steve going to get rejected by this summer? None. At least four. No, none <laughs> because he's got Celeste. Maybe. I think so. <laughs> I have no reason to think she's not there. Oh, did we revisit our um, number of girls Brandon was going to be with be- like before college? <laughs> no, the answer was zero. So I think we all lost. Well, it depends. It could carry into season four. If we have any that start, like, or that happen before college starts. I really hope there's just, like, a really fast, like, catch-up of, like, here's what happened in the summer. And it's just, like, Brandon dated six women. We're going to get another freaking montage of him eating faces. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. None of them are named this time. Can we also talk about how Steve found out he was graduating and he was going to get that letter of recommendation? And he just ran out and Brandon was like, don't kiss me. And so he just kissed a random girl and was like, I have wanted to do that all year. And then left. Again, what the fuck was that? (laughs) We want you to like Steve, but only so much. (laughs) Yeah, no, I just like in all caps, I was like, don't surprise kiss girls. Yeah, I don't like it. I know. Especially if they're just like standing there. Like if I'm standing here talking to my friends and some man just came up and made out with me for a second, I was like, no, Mm -mm. absolutely Mm -mm. not. No, thank you. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's um, what you'd say if somebody surprise kissed you. You would yeah, drop your phone exactly. and say shit. I would say shit. He would say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, on that girls of the week bet, we all lost. Aries was um, so high. six girls slash race cars. <laughs> um, he didn't Caitlin, even get- you said two. So you were the closest. I said four. Man. He didn't even get to race cars in the episode where he had cars racing. 
That's true. He was directing. We should have said, like, how many games will he bet on or something. We didn't know he was a gambler yet. I know. That was right before gambling. So I was like, oh, he'll date six girls. He will date zero girls and gamble on $6,000 worth of games. Right. Do you think that baby Boogie ever gave him back his $1,500? Do you think he still owes Nat? He definitely still owns owns owes Nat. Yeah. Yeah. He, he definitely does. does. In that case, then no, I don't think the baby Bookie ever gave him his money. No. Nah. Well. I think that's we it. We did it. As we go on. <laughs> If only copyright rules weren't a thing, in which case we could play that song. I know. I'm already going to be sued for that two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it's seriously, as soon as I finished this episode this morning, that song got stuck in my head all day long. Understandable. It is the graduation song. It's. Is it called the graduation song or just graduation song? I think it's, I think just, it's just called just graduation. Called, yeah, graduation. Oh, God. Also, did y'all have a senior song? At your graduation? Did I don't we? think so. so if if it had... was, it was religious. <laughs> we, um, throughout, or at least some point during the year, all the seniors were given options to vote on a song that would be played, like, once everybody's graduated, you throw your caps, not your gowns, you, like, do your tassel, and you're all excited and stuff, and the fireworks go off. And I'm trying to, oh, yeah, I know what mine is. I don't know why, but it was um, the song, now I can't believe I'm blanking on it, but it's by John Mayer, and it's the one that's like, I want to run through the halls of my high school. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to scream at the top of my lungs. Yeah. yeah. There's no such thing as No there? such thing. That's what it is. Yeah, that was ours. But it was much better than the class of 08, which was before ours, which was my best friend Megan's uh, class, and hers was Here I Go Again by White Snake. So, not sure why. <laughs> I don't think we had one for high school. I don't remember. I remember in middle school, we had to come up with one for the choir to sing. And there was a genuine attempt to make it, I believe, in a thing called Love by the Darkness. Oh, my. Several boys in my class were like, <laughs> I will hit the high note. Like, oh, my God. Because, like – it was eighth grade, so they were like, it has to be something really nice. We went to a religious school, so they were like, you know, it should be about love or God or something. And our teacher had not heard of it. So someone was like, what about I believe in a thing called love? And they were like, that sounds really nice. <laughs> wow. If only. It did not get chosen. Uh, I would have loved it if it did. <laughs> I just, I have serious memories of sitting in the chorus room and like boys trying to scream the high note. Oh, Yeah. And like God, I could do it. Can only imagine. I just I have vivid memories. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think we had a senior one. I don't even know how the songs were like chosen to like be narrowed down from to then give us like I think we had like three or four options to vote on, and then we had to vote. I who knows? Student council picks all that shit. Probably, yeah, yeah. probably. No, I can genuinely say that. I feel like if they actually left that up to, like, a student body vote, you would end up with, like, the Bodie McBoatface version of a graduation song. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
There's going to be some stupid shit if you let teenagers vote on it. Oh, totally. I mean, awesome. And truly, I would have loved if we had I Believe in a Thing Called Love. But do we do we want to grade this episode? Do we want to give a grade of high school? Yeah, sure. Um, Does it graduate or not? <laughs> I think, yeah. I definitely think it graduates. It is not valedictorian. It's not Brenda, Brandon, or Andrea who were the only ones out of the gang to graduate with, I assume, honors because they had the thing. I would put it at maybe a Steve post trying to change his grades because Ms. Teasley makes a comment about how all his grades went up because he had all that extra study time. Mm. I'd probably give it a Dylan where some things were really good, like AP English. Some things not so much because he skipped school so much, I guess. Ooh, I could also see it as like a Donna where once we mm. realized what was going on, we got real better. <laughs> we got real better. <laughs> you know what? It works. It happened. <laughs> Except it. Yeah, let's grade it a Donna for a little – rough at first trying to get our footing but then we realize oh this is exactly why this is happening and then we improve from there and there are specific things we really really like once we learned how to research we <laughs> liked the show a lot better <laughs> true true yeah I- i'm gonna grade high school adonna i think i'm gonna give this episode an a like i didn't think i would like a clip show i was a little like an hour and a half straight through was a lot long time for me. I probably should have like yeah. gotten up and taken a break. Mm-hmm. But now that we've successfully talked about it for as long as the episode was, I think I can give it an A. Yeah, I think anything less would honestly just not do it justice because I feel like number one, a lot of work went into this episode, just like getting all those clips back and 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 having to pack so much into it, um, and still somehow having room to not pack things into it (laughs) um and then yeah just the 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 milestone the the big moment that is high school graduation moving into this new era you know next episode it's gonna be season four episode one and it's we're gonna see what happens to all these kids as they turn into adults and they're and we can no longer blame their idiotic choices on them being teenagers it's gonna be so interesting because i feel like you know, you go to college and you have a lot less restriction on you. So I'm really curious to see how that's going to go. Like, I'm just thinking of because it went on for so long and I watched so many like matriculations, Degrassi, mm-hmm. like when Paige goes to college and then just like starts having panic attacks and sets her dorm room on fire accidentally, kind of on purpose. Yeah, I feel like going into these next few seasons we can get some real serious problems I know. <laughs> and like I don't want that to happen for them but I'm kind of excited I mean like yeah. we have already had you know DUIs drug problems uh you know date rapes like yeah so much stuff yep so I'm excited we'll see next next time you hear from us it'll be for season four episode one so long, farewell, Alvita Zane, goodbye. That's if there is not a sound of music reference in the episode, I will be furious. Yeah. Same. Um, 
yeah, but I mean, until then, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Back2Podcast. Yep, and you can shoot us over an email. Let us know what you graded uh, high school. Did you give it a Donna? Did you give it a Dylan? Did you give it a Brandon? Let us know. Um, you can do that over our email at Back2Podcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. If you had a graduation song, please let us know. Yeah, we want to make a playlist. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it would be <laughs> it would be so uh, emotional. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, don't forget that you can go into your podcast app and you can rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends, tell us everything that you think we should know and that other listeners should know because – that's how we get seen. That's how we want to be found. Yeah. And you know what? As we're moving into this new era of college, let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. You know, if is is it new material? Is it a new format? Like, let us know. Because um, as we said with this, you know, it's a big milestone for these kids and it's a big milestone for us going into season four. So just let us know your thoughts. Yeah. We'd love to hear them. So, yeah. Until college. From all of us at Back to Podcast, I'm Ariel. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya.